Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Made for This podcast. I'm Anthony Cook, Director of Sales and Marketing for Hallway Feeds. With me today is Dr. Savannah Robin with the UK College of Agriculture, Food, and Environment. Savannah, I'm still trying. You know, when you go through school here and it's just the College of Ag, so I, I know it's been ages since they added on the F and the E, but I'm still, I still struggle with it. College of Agriculture, Food, and Environment. Specifically, she is in the equine program. What's your title, Savannah? So funny that you should mention that, but we also have a new name for the whole college. We are actually now the Martin Gatton College of Agriculture, Food, and Environment, uh, thanks to a generous gift from the Gatton Foundation. That is so, so. new. I, I, it still hadn't <laughs> even clicked that Bill Gatton's, the, found, the foundation did that. Yeah, so the Bill yeah. Gatton College of Agriculture, Food, and Environment. So yeah. Well, that, that actually isn't the Martin Gatton. The Martin Gatton, the excuse Martin me. Because yeah, yeah. it was in honor of his parents, is yes, that right? Yes, his parents, so they used the maiden name. Yeah, so. excellent. Mm-hmm. And this isn't the only... Thing on campus that's not got the Gatton name on it either. So right, you the College of, Business, College of Business, the Student Center. Yeah. Uh, they've made quite an impact on the college Incredible. and the university. Yeah, so. I'd also like to point out it's the, really the first time we've had a live audience. So we've got a couple students that are here watching today. So happy to have you guys. Uh, th- they were getting ready for school to start and didn't have anything better to do than come watch me talk. So <laughs> can't imagine people would want to do that, but here we are. Yeah. So uh, what was your title though? Sorry, yes. So I actually also have a new title. I am officially the lecturer of career and professional development uh, within the College of Agriculture, um, specific to the Equine Science and Management undergraduate program. Uh, I also I'm not sure all that'll fit on one card. <laughs> it is very hard because okay. I'm in. I answer to three different programs now. I'm also a faculty member within the Department of Agricultural Economics and serve as a member of the Center for Student Success team. Um, so I have three different major buckets of uh, groups that I participate with and then have different areas within each one. Savannah just handed me your business card. It's four by six, y'all. It's <laughs> it's large. Yeah, it's a little much. All right, Savannah, whenever we start these, the very first thing I always ask somebody, what's your first memory of horses in your life? Oh, that's a great question. Um, actually, funny enough, my first word was horse. Um, first word. My very first word. We skipped and it was, mom, skipped yep, dad. Skipped all of it. So <laughs> it went straight to, it was more like hoss. Um, but I grew up and um, we lived next, I lived at my papa's house and he had a boarding operation, a very small, um, it was actually a very small saddlebred boarding operation right outside. And uh, my mom used to walk me out every morning and I used to wave. And so that is uh, my very first memory. That was the very first horse I ever rode uh, was an American saddlebred and uh, just in that boarding barn there. At my papa's house. So that's my very first memory. (laughs) I mean, how many people can say, first memory? Heck, my first word. Are you kidding me? (laughs) All right. That's that's pretty good. And so the first one was a saddlebred. You didn't stay saddlebreds long, though, I did not. No. Um, Started uh, with the Quarter Horse Association and uh, working in the quarter horse industry. So uh, my parents owned a rodeo company when I was very little, and uh, we used to travel around, and I uh, did a lot of the the roping sports, so did... um, the team roping, calf roping, breakaway, and then did barrel racing in the contest events. Um, and then we got more involved in showing uh, quarter horses uh, through 4-H and then the American Quarter Horse Association. So my background is heavy in the quarter horse side of things, but I have an appreciation for the equine industry across the board. Yeah, absolutely. And that's evidenced by where you are and what you do and the students that you deal with at this point. Yes, for sure. All right. So we want to talk a little bit about, or a lot about, the, the equine program here the University of Kentucky, Martin Gatton College of Agriculture, Food, and Environment. Got it. Okay. Good job. <laughs> um, so h- how long has it been around? So the equine program actually uh, was, it came about because of an issue with 
uh, marrow reproductive loss syndrome. And so we'd all been doing work here for many years with the equine industry. And people had said, hey, why don't we have an equine degree program? Um, up until 2009, students were studying animal science with an equine emphasis. Um, but in 2009, we graduated our first graduate, who you know very well. Well, I'm, um, I might, yeah. <laughs> That's, that's my youngest brother, Gus. Yes. Um, so Gus was actually our first graduate that year. Um, so he he got to experience the program in a makeshift way. He got to take a variety of classes, but he was the very first one to walk across the stage with an equine science and management undergraduate degree. And so that was when our academic program began. Um, and since then, we've been very uh, transdisciplinary or multidisciplinary, as, as we like to call it, um, across the board, working with all different industries and sectors. And so our program is really reflective of that in that way as well. Yeah, so er- early 2000s with a really got um, intentional about it, then 2009, and then, wow, the growth here. It, it's been phenomenal from, from one student graduating with that degree to how many are in the equine program at this point? 327 students is what we have right now. Fastest growing program in the College of Agriculture? It is the largest in the College of Agriculture. We go head-to-head with animal science, um, just depending on the year. Um, Both programs are obviously very, very good. It just depends on what the student has a passion and interest in. Um, so we, but that speaks a lot for the volume of both programs. Having said that the equine students were formerly within the animal science program now, both of those programs are the top in the college, and it is also the largest out-of-state student population program on campus. Um, so that's also interesting that we're attracting that many people from out of state to come to Kentucky uh, to to study the horse on campus. So not just in the yeah, College of Agriculture, on, on the, all of University of Kentucky campus, the equine program is drawing the most out of state students. Yeah, we're about seventy five percent now, which is actually lower than what we have been. We have more in state stu- uh, in state students the last mm-hmm. couple of years, which is great. We love our Kentucky students the same, um, but about seventy five percent of our students in the program are from out of state. All right, where are they coming from? Everywhere. So California, (laughs) Georgia, Ohio, uh, Mississippi, we really have students from across the board. Um, And they all genuinely come here to the horse capital of the world to study the horse for a wide variety of reasons. International students? We do have some international students, too. We've had some students from Canada, um, some students from from China, and uh, students from Venezuela. So Excellent. Wow. Glad glad to hear it. That's I I did not realize how large it was. That's kudos. Yeah. <laughs> Job well done. Uh, and now how long have you been involved with the equine program then? So June was my five-year anniversary. Oh, wow. So it's longer than I realized. I know. It's flown by. COVID has like blurred quite a bit of that time in between there. But yeah, a little over five years. So. Well, good. And you've enjoyed your time, obviously, because here you are, the students getting ready to start classes in just a few days. Yep. We're really excited. I actually, so I was an undergrad here at the University of Kentucky, and I was in ag education and a communications major, um, both within the College of Agriculture. But um, I was a student employee with the equine program. So I was actually a student intern and served in two years and did a lot of the promotion and the student development stuff and served as an ambassador and recruited for both pieces. And so now coming back, um, I've been able to be on the other end, but still channel those same passions as what we began with. So and Those those ag ambassadors, there's a, I called them and, and actually made the dean snicker at a meeting when I said those unpaid student recruiters. So <laughs> it's a lot of fun, though. It's a great, yeah, great it's program. It's an amazing program. Yeah. So talk to me about the equine program. What's unique about it? So we separated from animal science and said we, we have this specific degree. What's unique? Why is it different now? What are we doing to make it so equine specific? 
Yeah, so one of the most important things that we do and that we know is that our program was formed by industry, right? Our industry came together and said, these are the things that we need for people to be successful within the equine industry as a whole, and we have to continually shift. As agriculture shifts, the equine industry shifts, the needs change. So we're even looking at a different preparation for our students now than we did in 2009. Um, and so, but our program is very wide um, in, in variety and it's very diverse. So our students have three different emphasis areas that they can actually choose from. Um, equine science, which is more specific to um, really like how the horse works from the nutrition side to the reproduction. Uh, a lot of our pre-veterinary students, uh, and we are hoping to be the premier pre-vet placement for students exploring equine veterinary medicine um, in the future. So that path is really uh, designed for the student who's heavy focused on the science. Even like a lot of the research that happens here at the Gluck Equine um, Research Center, our students have a hand in being able to participate in that. So if a student has more of that emphasis area, they can go in that direction. Um, we have the management and industry side, which is really focused on the business aspects of the equine industry, but also uh, the management. So if a student wants to go into the, the business, the managerial side of things, sales, marketing, that kind of component, they would maybe fall underneath that management and industry. And then our third pathway is actually morphing based on industry need, uh, but it's more of communications, outreach, and education and leadership. So that field, we are seeing an increase of students who want to go into equine assisted services, marketing, communications, really heavy on that, like the social media side of things, um, the development, tourism, um, equine assisted education, and then also leadership development within students and specific to the industry. So Really, we kind of joke and say that of our 327 students, if we did not have an equine degree program, they would probably fall within 20 or 30 different majors on campus because of the diverse interests they have. But the common theme is the horse. Yeah, I mean, your first one, they're equine science. While they might just be under animal science, uh, but that management industry, communication, outreach, leadership, that you're covering a whole lot there. Mm -hmm. Basically, if you have any interest in a horse, we got a major for you in one of these three areas, focus areas. For sure. And that's our goal is to really, you know, we start our students out their freshman year and they get to take an intro to the horse and uh, horse industry. And then they take a careers class with me where we say, okay, you might've come in with like a preconceived notion that there are three things that you might be able to do within this industry, uh, whether that's a trainer, a, you know, barn owner or a veterinarian. And those are great careers, but anything and everything that supports the equine industry needs passionate horse people in those positions to be able to help make it run. Um, from the people who are, um, you know, setting up the tours at Keeneland to the people who are taking the photographs and the, in any of the equine magazines that they see that they may have followed throughout their whole life, the more equine passion people that we can put in those positions, the better off our industry is. And so how can we help students find their place and, and channel those passions into, into where they fit best? Yeah, ab absolutely. I think that careers class is so important. Um, so over at Hallway Feeds, we, we always we always love having students come through high school, college, I, middle school. It doesn't matter. We love having students come through because anything, anytime you can share. And while ours is specific about feed, um, but if it sparks an interest, you know, and we're able to share all those different careers and what's out there. Now, listen, for anybody listening, encourage every young person you know to go into the vet field. Yes. <laughs> we need them really bad. Desperate need for yeah, veterinarians. Des yes. Desperate need. But they don't have to be a vet like you're talking about. It, it's a lot of fun. Um, I, I'm in sales, sales and marketing, and didn't know this job existed. And when I, uh, st I think stumbled upon is a very accurate term, especially <laughs> if you ever ask me about how, how it happened, how I stumbled upon this career, 
it's better than something I would have come up with as a senior in college. I, I thought I knew what I wanted to do, and if I'd have written down my dream job as a senior in college, I'd have gotten it wrong yep. because this is so much better. You know, I've gotten to travel and see so many racetracks, not just around the country, but around the globe. Um, I get to go to all the farms. I don't just go to one farm. You know, I go to the yeah. farms that are customers. I go to the farms that are not customers. <laughs> I get to go see all the trainers that are customers. I get to see all the trainers that are not customers. Uh, and then like you were talking about, Saddlebred, Standardbred, Quarter Horse, you know, all those. So um, don't write off sales if that's a scary word for you because maybe we need to do a whole other podcast on that. I, I don't feel like I'm in sales. I'm, I'm in about relationships and building relationships and serving people and finding what they need to, to operate best but got off on a whole sidetrack there but uh, yeah you're right that that is a lot covered in three different disciplines if you will and then my gosh how lucky your students you're in Kentucky uh, you do have access to Keeneland and all these wonderful farms um, and it's not just thoroughbreds because we have a great standard bread industry we have a great saddlebred industry sure. Um, quarter horses, I, I think they've absolutely grown in the state for sure. Um, but then right here on campus, you got Gluck. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh my gosh, talk about setting the standard just, just right here with, with the team you have operating over there. Um, vaccines that they've come up over, over there and, you know, anybody deeply involved trying to come up with, uh, uh, all, all the worming medications and the resistance, and they're trying to figure out what to do next. So I, just what a great resource. Yeah, so. and our students get a chance to be hands-on with that. You know, research, that's a big scary word to students too, right? Sales and research. <laughs> um, but a lot of students think, okay, research is only I'm going to sit in a lab, I might move a pipette, or I'm going to sit here and do all this data analysis. Um, and that's one of the first things that I say to students, hey, get in there and see what you might be interested in. Like we need people who are creative problem solvers who want to say, I want to change change this, or this is a problem, and how can I do that? And part of that involves research, whether that is veterinary science research or uh, plant and soil science research. We have students who work all summer long with our plant and soil science department and go out to farms and do surveys of pastures to, to determine what these pastures are growing and is it the best nutrient uh, capacity for horses and how do we match that with their feed content and all those different pieces, but that's still our equine students and that are able to have a handle on those types of things. And then they're doing research on the, uh, you know, the economic impact of the horse and what that looks like. So that's another area too. So the Gluck is a huge resource and a great space for our students to explore those concepts. Um, and we also have a lot of other options for them too. Yeah. D- two great things you hit on there. You get a lot of people that are like, oh, you know, they, they have horses. They're not really farmers. And oh my gosh, if you go talk to farm managers of a horse farm with what they're dealing with, their pasture management, soil sampling, um, taking care of the weed control, just everything they deal with. It's incredible. They are absolutely farmers in every sense of the word. Uh, animal husbandry included in there. And then oh, yeah. um, you talked about um, economic factors. I mean, we just finished up the, the latest survey. survey was just released. That was fantastic. I mean, I printed that thing out and dug right into there and was going to individual counties and doing some comparisons in my home county and your home county, you know. And that's a huge resource that our college is able to have had support from a lot of that equine industry for. Um, But people don't even know that it exists, that you can go in there and find out county by county uh, what and what like what the count of horses are and what the economic impact is of your community in your county and also what it is to Kentucky. Yeah. If you want to see some staggering numbers, y'all, you've, you've got to go and look up that equine survey and see just what the horse means to Kentucky. It's it's pretty shocking if you're if you're not already aware of it. It's pretty shocking how important it is. 
So Savannah, some of the what are the classes you're teaching this semester? What's what's got you excited? Yeah. Um, well, I actually have, uh, so I teach the equine careers class. Mm-hmm. Uh, we split that up into two semesters. So I have 65 students that are getting ready to be, you know, really welcomed into what does life look like uh, within the industry and how can they creatively plan for their future. Um, I also manage our internship program. So you mentioned the opportunities that are mm-hmm. here. Well, um, that lends itself to a variety of internships for students and those experiences. So I manage and facilitate that for our students as well. Um, And then I also teach for the college an intro to um, agriculture, food, and environment issues. Um, And so I coordinate that class and the curriculum for it. And then we have 24 different instructors who actually provide that instruction. And we build in the equine industry to that as well, because we can't talk about Kentucky equine agriculture industry (laughs) issues without focusing on um, and highlighting in some ways the horse and what that does do. Yeah. I I need to thank you for your help. We've, at Hallway Feeds, we've had an, an internship programs. I wish I shouldn't call it an internship program. We've had a couple interns over the years, but we've been very intentional about the last three years with uh, an internship program, and it has served us so well. So the point is to educate a young person, to share, to to offer an education, and we make sure they see everything there is to know about making horse feed and sales and marketing. But we ask them to keep a journal, and at the end of their internship, we want them to share every week because they have a different job every week with us and what they share is incredible and every year I learn from them and go guys we can do this better look what they pointed out something so simple as she helped our our ladies up front stocking shelves they were having to walk to the back of the warehouse to grab some oils and things and she's like do you have a cart I can go get it on and our girls up front were like oh we need a we should have a cart (laughs) that's pretty silly that we don't I mean something so simple as that and, and other bigger, more important things that they're like, hey, if we had these tools over here, you know, this would like, oh my gosh, that, yeah, that's such a savings time, you know, yeah. money value. And so while we appreciate the interns and, and um, we want to share with them, it turns out they give a lot for us. So for anybody listening, if you've ever questioned whether you could have an internship program, you can. And there's somebody sitting yeah. across the table right now that'll help you, help you write it up and figure it out. So. And I think to your point about that, you know, one of the things that, so they do an internship and they do a work experience. And so some of our students earn credit at the same time mm-hmm. while doing that with us. And as a part of that class, I require them to go to their supervisor and say, what can I do, right? How can I leave the woodpile bigger than it was when I got here? And that adds value to the student too. When they're starting to market themselves in the future, they see, hey, I've added value and I can do this in any other capacity and where I go. And I think that's really important in how we give them and empower them to act and we empower them to be professionals when they're in that field. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think, and, and a lot of internships will open up opportunity for that, but some places, if they've never had an intern before, may not know the capacity of, of what value they can add. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Something else I, I've noticed that you all um, have done, and now, obviously, I'm fairly specific to the third thoroughbred industry, not hallway feeds, but me uh, personally. Uh, Morgan McQuarrie covers everything sport horse for us, Western discipline, um, but... I've noticed how you all encourage young people to come to the Kentucky Thoroughbred Farm Managers Club meetings. Mm -hmm. And it's really neat to see them there, to see them excited, but then to see the farm managers that are like, you come sit with me, come sit at our table. We're going to, we're going to talk to you. We're, you know, we're going to learn something from each other and I'm going to share and you'll, you'll figure it out too. And so I applaud you all on doing that. And I'm assuming you're doing that in more aspects. I'm just aware of that from the thoroughbred side of things. Yeah. We're really trying to build that networking. You know, that's, we, Anybody that you talk to knows that the horse industry and any kind of really industry in general 
is about relationships and how can we build relationships and then how do you network and market yourselves and connect. And if you've not had a chance to practice that, then you're not going to implement that when you go out into the real world exactly. per se. And so we try to bring the real world to them as much as humanly possible within our program so that when they are in those situations, they can act. Um, and that's a good safe space, right? We've had such support from any in, like any of the groups that we've participated with to be able to provide that mentorship opportunity. And it's really elevated the professionalism of our students too. And I mean, I love to brag on them, but they rise every chance they get. Um, whether they're presenting a poster or they're networking with an industry professional, I'm constantly amazed by um, just how, how incredible they are. Oh, excellent. So uh, it, on that note, uh, here's something you can share with your students. I shared this with a friend that moved to town several years ago, and my word of advice was just assume that everybody you're getting ready to talk about is related to the person you're getting ready to talk to. Oh, that's a good one. It's a pretty small yeah. community, all right? And that's just the horse world in general. Yeah. Just assume that until you know any better or any different. Probably just a good life lesson in general yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for biting your tongue. For sure. But, but just a good one to, just to be aware of. Well, Savannah, any parting thoughts, anything you'd like to share uh, extra about the equine program at UK or uh, ready for the just ready for the school year, ready to see them off? Yeah, we're ready. We're excited. We had orientation yesterday for to welcome our we have 107 new incoming students, so um, we're ready for that. I think the biggest thing that I would share is that um, opportunities are out there. Um, we'd love to help connect our students to different opportunities that may exist um, within the industry, um, but also, you know, we're open to listening to what are the needs of the industry. I think that's really important for us to figure out, you know, what does that next pathway look like, um, and how can we best prepare our students to be the future of the equine industry and to be the people who are going to be leading it in the future. Um, and I think you've experienced some of those, some of those students that we identify yep. and we think will be helping to be leaders, but um, where, where can we grow? And um, I think that's an important thing that we have to consider. Well, no doubt you have quality young people. Um, yes, I did come from the college of agriculture, but since then we've had two interns that have become two full-time employees. <laughs> so <Yep. laughs> we, we, we like to fish in this pond. Yeah, yep. so absolutely. Well, best of luck uh, this school year. Uh, for anybody listening, if you've ever, I mean, Savannah just said it right there, if you've ever gone, oh, what, you know, what's the next generation going to look like? What are, are they ready for this? You know what? Take it upon yourself. Reach out to the College of Agriculture. You can help. You can help make them the professionals that you want to see. But you need to reach out and uh, and let it be known that you're there. So hopefully, hopefully, maybe you get some calls, Savannah. Yeah. So shout out to Luke Mattingly and Xavier Noy for coming out and help me carry some equipment today. So luckily, classes hadn't started and they had a couple minutes and <laughs> could come down and uh, play with the soundboard here. So thanks, Savannah. Appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. All right.